And she looked at me and she had this thought. She said, Grandma, can you see God? I said, no. She said, can you see him? I said, no. She said, because he's bigger than everything. <laughs> and that's how much I love Blood, do not reveal that unto you. Because it was just so powerful when she said, I said, Oh my God, for her to even get that. So, as we're about to dismiss our kids, you guys understanding that it's a wonderful thing you brought your children to the house of the Lord. And just for her to get that, to understand that the God's bigger than the sky, my grandma, God's bigger than anything. And that's how much I love you. They're learning something. Our teachers are sewing into them. And you just talk to them, and you get with them, and just talk to them about God. Just talk to your kids about God, and you'll see how much they are. And so as we send them on, on their way, we bless them in Jesus' name. And we bless the teachers that are sowing into their lives. Amen? They're building a hope on the foundation that we, are, as parents, have already built. Amen? I'm praying that, that we continue to build that foundation in our children. So children, you can be dismissed this morning. Amen. Amen.
And I would dare not tell you about, about the pain without telling you about the healing. Amen. Yeah. And so I just thank God because I believe what God is doing in my life. And, and I'm just so thankful for the prayer warriors that have come alongside me. And it's one of the things that God has blessed me with in these past couple of weeks. Uh, Pastor and I, you know, we have been taking some classes. And uh, one of the classes that that uh, God has been really just been blessing me in is the prayer class. And I'm talking about the prayer class that, that, that it has just, oh, amen, there's a prayer answer right there. There's no other oops. Amen. And so um, it's um, just to really take me into places of, of you know, prayer and, and, and the answering of prayer and, and praying for, you know, people and God has just really been doing something in my heart about that and, and just with me personally. And so one of the things that I have been seeing and, and, and would um, so for for elders, um, y'all supposed to know the title, so today it's Take Me to the King. And the song is in that song, that's been one of my favorite songs since it's came out every time I hear it. Sometimes I wonder in my spirit what really what really God is doing with me in that song, because the song brings me to tears every time I hear it. Um, it's just a, a time of intercession for me, where where I just begin to pray. Every time I hear that song, it's just amazing what it does in my spirit. And um, the last time the girls, you know, were singing, I was really like, Lord, you know, what are you telling me? Because the song is really it's not just even how beautiful they sing that song; it is the words of that song. And I said, what are, you, what are you telling me? So uh, this one night, you know, me and Pastor was, we was together at home and uh, doing, our, doing our studies. We were doing one of our studies. And he was in one room and I was in the other room. And I was studying. And the song came back to my heart in the study. And all I could do was get up and run into the uh, living room. And I just fell on the floor and I just, just began to cry out. But then... <laughs> The thing that was so amazing was Pastor was studying in the in the um, office, and he ran it. I we weren't not, you know, you know what I'm saying. But we both could hear. He's over here, and I he fell off on the couch, and I fell on the floor, and we was just crying out to the Lord and crying out to the Lord, and and the Lord, you know, really blessed me in that time of prayer of what He was saying to me. And one of the things that He showed me that there's too much saying and not enough praying. Too much talking, saying. And he began to take me on this journey. Everywhere that I went, he would point it out. Even with me, he would point it out. You know, first of all, I have to hit me. And so as we was going to places all over the land, everywhere that you go, you can almost walk up on any conversation and they're talking about the economy, they're talking about the president, they're talking about things that don't look right, don't seem right, unfair, and there's long conversations. You, you, you see people, you know, I come outside of um, Albertson and there's two men and they're just talking about this situation and the Obamacare and long conversations. And you'll see, you know, even when I went to the hospital, there was, you know, my mom was in the hospital, different conversations you'd walk up on. And I'd find myself, you know, uh, in those conversations sometimes with other people where I'm just talking, okay, about, you know, the different situations and, 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 and the things that's happening in the earth. And, and so God would point out 
much sand. Just too much sand. He said, there's just a whole lot of sand all over the world, and everybody is viewing and talking about what is going on in the earth, but they're not falling on their knees and praying about it. He said, and, and, and sometimes, because I, I, I know when we, I really need you guys, God's going to do something in here this morning. But I really need you, you know, sometimes what we'll do when the word comes, we go, I'm praying. I, if I say that there's not enough praying, my defense mode comes up and it says, but I'm praying. <laughs> but God wants, there's something deeper about our prayer that um, God wants us to get to. Um, many times our prayer is, uh, we've learned to pray on the fly. Okay, we've, we've learned to, to pray, you know, um, and not with the compassion that is needed. Uh, if there were bombs coming into America right now, we'd all be on our knees crying out to the Lord. And I'm talking about crying out to the Lord. It would not be no help, Lord Jesus. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Um, bless the people over in, in Iran, Lord Jesus. If, if the bombs was coming into America, we would be on our faces before God, and we would be crying out to the Lord. But many things, because it does not really touch us personally, we have that kind of casual way of praying. Even when it comes to someone saying, uh, you know, pray for me. You know, maybe somebody says, pray for me, Pastor Linda. Okay, there may be, at, and, and, and we've learned, God told me we learned something that we've learned, okay? But it's not an excuse for what we don't do. We have learned, and I've taught myself this, is that because I might forget to pray for Cassandra, I go, I say, we're going to pray right now. I'm going to pray for you right now. When someone calls me on the phone, I'm going to say, I'm going to pray for you right now. Because literally, I don't want to miss not praying for them, but the thing is, is God needs consistent prayer until the breakthrough comes. Okay? Until the breakthrough comes, there must be consistent prayer. And so sometimes we wonder when we're looking around and we look at people's lives and, and they're still crying out for things, we're wondering what's going on. And, and if we're not very careful, we'll look at their lives and say, what's, what's up with this? You know, what, why are you still there? But God says, how long have you prayed? You don't stop praying until the person comes out. You understand? Until you see a victory. Now, I want to go with us um, to and then talk about something that's this, in this chapter. And it's in Mark. It's so awesome that um, when, when uh, the prophet was here, he uh, really confirmed this uh, scripture because this is a scripture God had given me. But Mark 2, 1 through 12. Some of us know this story, but I don't take it for granted that everyone does. And so we're going to read this story right now. And I'm reading now the NLT okay, version. And it says this. When Jesus returned to Capernaum several days later, the news spread quickly that he was back home. Soon the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no more room even outside the door. While he was preaching God's word to them, four men arrived, carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. 
They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, My child, your sins are forgiven. In this story, we see that one of the things that God has been dealing with me about prayer, do you have any prayer? Are you a prayer? Do you have any friends? And then some of us might think, oh man, I need some friends like that. That's what, you know, usually we think that way first. Yeah, man, I need some friends like that. Okay? So then I want to ask you, are you a are you a friend that sees the needs of others? There are times God shows me that there are times in our life and you, we look at people as if, why are you doing that? Or why are you going there? Why are you still there? And God showed me and took me back to many times in my life that I really didn't even know why I was there. I didn't even really know why I was still there. That as people was telling me things, you know, uh, the dark or even before I came, especially for people that don't know Jesus Christ, all they know is what they know. And sometimes we shake our heads at them and, and oh my God, we look at the news and we see all this killing going on. It just seems so senseless. It almost seems crazy. Every time you turn on the news, the different, you know, things that are happening and, you know, you turn on the news and you hear of a teenager that just killed his gra their grandma and I'm sitting there going, dude, grandma, what is wrong? You know, you're thinking that way, like, what in the world when we know that sin? <laughs> sin is ugly. And um, sin doesn't have a line that it stops and says, I won't do that. And so as we're looking at people sometimes, and, I, and this is because God has said in his scripture that my house should be called a house of prayer. Yes. And I believe that we are living in a time, we are living in a time where God is really putting a burden in our spirit to become prayer warriors. Yes. And, and I mean really praying, like really praying. Um, I was reading uh, one of the, the authors of the book was telling that sometimes we look at prayer as something very easy. But when you look at Jesus Christ, when he was on his knees praying at that time at, in the garden, you see that he sweated blood and tears. It was no easy prayer. It, it, it was a travailing, prevailing prayer. It was a prayer that was, you know, he was travailing in his spirit. And I, I want to ask us, when was the last time we travailed over anyone besides ourselves? When was the last time? And this is not a condemnation prayer, I mean, message. This is because our world needs us to be interceding on their behalf. Sinners are dying every day. And, 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 and people in our lives, not just sinners afar, but people that are in our lives, relatives that are, that are walking in such a way that, you know, uh, they need our prayer. Maybe you can't give them the money that they need. Maybe, all those natural things, there's something way greater than all of that that we can give them, and that is prayer. I said that is prayer. It's what we think about prayer, though, that, that lets us go in and out so quickly before something is done. 
Um, so I just talk about me. So my sons, okay, prevailing prayer means it does not stop until what God has promised has come forth. What happens a lot of times is because we um, either um, don't see it in our time, you know, we have a time limit, and we don't see it, it man, this has been years, and we don't see it, and so we stop praying. And sometimes we wonder, even if God is going to do it, although I've prayed all these years, and I don't see God make, so all of a sudden we justify things and make, you know, maybe, maybe God, uh, I'm not going to see that. I'm not going to see what you told me I was going to see. So, you know, so it's, as soon as you start backing off in any way, then your prayers back off. Okay? As soon as the, 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 the faith of your prayers begins to diminish in, in any little way, any doubt, any little way, then you will begin to back off of your prayer. And God really wanted, wants us to know, okay, when we look at these um, four friends, okay, we look at them that they didn't let anything stop them. When they get there, there's a crowd around the door. There's right. people right. everywhere. There's, and sometimes you don't know that the person that you are bringing to the Lord, what's around them that's stopping them. Sometimes you see them for a certain amount of time, but you don't know. All, see, and sometimes the crowd is bigger than those that want to pray. Um, have you ever thought about it? That sometimes when the, when, the, when the alcoholic, the drug addict, and the adulterer leaves the house of God, he is met with the one that he commits adultery with. He's met with the ones that give him the alcohol. The, the ones that want the drugs is ready when he walks out the door. But we have ceased to pray because we have prayed one time. But the, but the one that wants him to be in that thing, he is not going to let him go. The one that wants him on drugs will be there every day to present that drug to him. The one that alcoholic, his friends will be there every day to, to present that alcohol to him, right? The one that's committing adultery or the one that's in fornication, he or she will be there every day calling on the phone. Come on, I'm, I'm coming over, baby. I'm thinking about you, baby. Every day persistent. God show me that this is what prayer has to be. Prayer I know 
on me, okay? But what we do sometimes, we rush in to counsel, to, to give wisdom without rushing in to get wisdom from God first. How many times we just started off in a conversation, somebody's telling us, oh, my husband left me, da, 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 and you go, oh, I know, but God is good, and I tell you, if you do this, you need to, you need to be quiet, you need to shut your mouth. We give all this advice. And then sometimes we walk away, we give advice for maybe an hour, and we give a prayer for maybe five minutes.
thank you that you look beyond my faults and see my needs. God, this beautiful blue sky, God, you created this sky. God, you're growing and knowing him. You're having a talk with him to know him, not to stop from him, but to know him. And God is saying that we've got to get away from that awkwardness. Because anytime you feel awkward, it's not something you really want to do. You know, when you, every time I go around some people, some people have you ever, some people you just feel awkward, no matter, I don't know why the awkward is, but it's not that you're looking to be around it. You know what I'm saying? It's not a goal, that one that I feel awkward. I can't wait to see her. You're not, you're not doing that. You're hoping you don't really see her, okay? Because I feel awkward. And God is saying he doesn't ever want us to feel awkward. He has called, called us to pray without ceasing so that we would know him. And that we would know that he is the God of our salvation. Not just of our salvation, but the salvation of the whole world. We have to believe that he is. And this is this is what God showed me. We have to, first of all, believe that he is. He is. Sometimes we say, I believe he is. But if God said, if you really believe he is, who he says he is, who he is, that we would have just abundant faith. But because we don't really know, we're still testing areas. We're still, okay, God, I know you really created me, but I don't know if you believe it. God is waiting for us to grow to the point that we know that he can do it summer, winter, spring, and fall. He can do it in the sunshine, rain. He can do it in the fall of the time. He is God, and I just simply trust you, God. Now, remember this, when I, when I say this, this morning, um, have I told you I can do without you? And somewhere we don't need to. We have to get to pure trust in the Almighty God. So that how can I, you know how I love that song, I want to know your presence. You know how we sing that? More than a conqueror. Do you notice that that's the only way that we can really pray for others? is when we're an overcomer. When we're an overcomer. You guys hear what? Please hear this for the Holy Spirit is saying this morning. When we're an overcomer is when I can go go in for somebody else. Most of the time we're going in for ourselves. We are still going in for ourselves. Because if we, we really knew that we were overcomers, what would happen was when something came up on us, we would go, I'm an overcomer. Hey, Here's what you need prayer for. But we're praying for, as long as we're constantly praying for me, 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 but I'm going, I'm an overcomer. We can do that, but it has to come a day when I'm really an overcomer. There has to come a day that I'm really a conqueror. You know why it has to come that day? Because it's on us to go out there and let them know that we serve an overcoming God, not just through a song, not just through some words, but through our lives. Our lives just demonstrate that we are overcomers. Our lives demonstrate that we're more than conquerors. A lot of things, a lot of things uh, God has been dealing with me, how we say things is really to look at what we're saying and look at where we need to go to get to that place. We say things by faith, but you can't let the saying be the only thing. There has to become a doing past the saying. 
We say I'm an overcomer, but what you going to do to get there? And God says, then on our knees and we begin to pray. Father, I'm asking to be an ambassador. You say I'm an ambassador. You say I'm a representation of you. So, Father, on my knees, I'm asking you, God, to make me an overcomer. Make me not see it. Make me walk it. Make me live it. So that when I go out there to the world that's lost, the world that's crying, the world that's dying, they need to see that overcoming power. Uh, It can't be a Sunday morning. Overcoming. It has to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It has to be. In Isaiah 56 and 7, because I'm trying, I'm I'm really trying to do exactly what God said this morning, okay? So, take me deeper. You know, and um, I, I can see it, you know, and I just want to tell you that <laughs> take it deep, baby. Because sometimes I don't even know what's going on. But take me, because sometimes people don't know what's going on. Can you believe that? I mean, am I the only one that, that has times in my life I really don't know what's going on? I don't know why I'm crying. I don't know what I'm feeling. I don't know what just attacked me. I don't even know what just happened. And and sometimes I'm out of pocket. Come on. And sometimes what we will do, we'll just start singing. You don't even have to say it out loud. You can say it in your mind. Have you just said it? What's wrong with her? What's wrong with her? Take it, Jordan. Come on, take it. There are people... There are people that don't know what's going on, but their but their soul and their spirit is crying out. Will somebody see me? Will somebody see that I need Jesus? Will somebody see that I need a healer? Will somebody see that I'm off and, 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 and I'm crazy and, and everything's going crazy in my mind? Can somebody see that and not just talk about it? I, I, I know that there's been times I was I, the day that I was praying. There's been times where I just felt like falling on the floor and kicking and screaming. And does anybody know what I'm going through right now? Does anybody know what I'm going through right now? And God says, somebody knows. Somebody knows. You guys, there's a lot of times we know. And you said, I don't know what's wrong with him. You don't know what's wrong with him, but you know you're off. You don't have to know what's wrong with him. Just know they're off. Just know they're hurting. Just, 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 just know that you can look in their eyes. Have you ever walked in the house of God and just look in their eyes and you already know there's some pain, there's some, there's something going on that's not right. You look in your sister and brother's eyes and you can see. And what you know what we do is we look and we what we do we try to rationalize, analyze, figure it out. What's going on? Could it be their husband? Could it be the children? Could it be their finances? And we're doing all this rationalizing. The enemy is killing them. And God says, take them to the king. You don't stand up there and try to figure it out and discern it out. If, unless God gives you 
so um, it does say that the, the cot that he was on, the man could not walk. And so let's imagine the cot right here. And let's just walk, let's just imagine the friend coming over, and the friend come over and they knock on the door. Come on, Pastor Amanda. And the man, man, come on. Come you know on, what? Pastor. If you would just call on Jesus five times, you would have been us off that day.
die. Yeah. And so it caused him to pray. But God wants our world calls us to pray. He wants us to push and to dig in <coughs> and to pray. We can walk around all day. I am really in my heart. I keep hearing this, you know, oh, this the world is this is this this horrible one. It's the world is just like God said it would be. Everything that a manger does, God told us not to be a manger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that we're looking at, like all in the God, God always told us it was coming. And all he wanted us to do was pray. It's my people. That's the lie.
said about please don't petition me for this. Yeah. Nothing makes me more or hurts me more. But when you get in suicide and and ending it, that's what she said that was like that message. But I said it's in the house, but I couldn't call them. I thought it was in the house delivered. You know what I'm saying? That we didn't have to do that. But to when the prophet came back, you guys understand that do you understand the ramifications of that? Do you understand that when he called up thirteen people? Thirteen people? Do you understand that the enemy was going to have his way still in their head? Do you understand that? Because God wants us to people up here that are saying that they've been attacked with that spirit of suicide and go home and not get on your knees and pray. But we can. Because it didn't touch us. See, it didn't touch us. Sometimes it didn't, one, of, one of your children might have been up there, so it caused you to, oh, what? 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 What are you doing? What? But if your child wasn't up there, or your husband or wife wasn't up there, it can become a fog. Once you get home, it can be like watching on TV and you watch those kids that are in Africa and you're standing there and you watch their distended stomach and flies all over. And you can have this certain amount of empathy. You can just go and, you know, oh, oh, that's so sad. Oh, I, I know the many times I said, oh, oh, God, I wish I could go to Africa. I wish all those things. But we never dropped to knees. Because it's not here. It's not in our face. But do you know that it could be in our face? It could be in America's face, you guys. We might can say, no, 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 but just keep reading your Bible. It could be in the, the, the land that forgets God and the land that that, that has uh, other gods and the, and the land that doesn't follow the commandments of God. We say, in God we trust, but we see all over the land. We see all the breakdown of in God we trust. Our, our, our Americans let everything happen. In America, anything's okay. If it feels good, looks right. Our certain group says, I need my rights. We give them those rights, whether those rights are against the word of God or not. Their cause of God always has bought judgment against lands that have put gods above him. And while we're sitting and we're not praying and now oh, shaking our heads and saying, oh my God, they let that go through, that go through, that go through. You let it go through. I let it go through. Because we're not on our knees and we're not crying out to God and saying, God, help our land. Help our land. And as we go out to people, we're not just about talking to people. Uh, just talking, just, you know what I said before? So much talking and not introducing Christ into any, any conversation. And we kind of say to ourselves, you know what, well, God, Work me up to talk to this person. Work me up to bring Jesus in. We ask, we act like we got all this time to bring Jesus into somebody's life. We do not even realize that when people come up to, to us, we might be the only other voice they hear before they're wiped off this world. And God is saying, pray, pray for our men. You know, there's a story in the Bible about the persistent woman and a beautiful story. And the one thing that I like, I like about this story is that um, is there's something in that story that we need to realize. The woman was a widow. She had many things that she brought to the judge about her condition. Everybody sit there.
let's go uh, back to, to three. And I want y'all to hear this. I'm in NLT. Oh, well, now I'm in King Edward. Okay. And there was a widow in that city. And she came to the judge. She's coming to the judge. So she came unto him saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with him? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith. Shall he find faith. This woman, she kept going to the judge. She kept telling the judge to avenge her over and over and over again. And you know what? He wasn't really touched by her condition. He was touched by her position. Her, her position is one of faith. And that's when you, it was like, I don't care if you uh, turn me away, turn me away, turn me away. I'm going to keep coming back. 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 And he says, I'm going to give this lady. He didn't say, I'm going to give this lady because of your condition. He said, I'm going to give this lady what she wants because of her position, her persistent position. He said, I'm going to give it to her lest she weary me. Because she just, you know, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. He said, now if an unjust judge can do that, if an unjust judge can do that, what about a heavenly loving father? If an unjust judge will give you something because you persistently come to him, he said, what about your heavenly father? And God wants us to be persistent when we go for others. He wants us to be persistent when we go for our, our land. He wants us to be persistent in our prayers. He wants us to look at things. And sometimes we look at it, it doesn't seem like it's changing. It just doesn't seem like it's changing. But God wants you to know, be, there's something God's doing. You say, why is God making me do all this? Why is God making me pray and pray and pray and pray and pray? And he's increasing your faith. That's what he's doing. Here and it seems like it's like there, and God's doing something over here, and when He brings it all together, 
you know, whatever he, I don't know if the man said, no, where are you taking me? What are you doing? I don't know if he said any of that, but he could have, okay? But the friends knew what he needed. And the friend's desire was to see him walking. And there's some areas in your life that you're not walking. That you're, you're just, you know, you're paralyzed in some area in your life that you can't get up and walk. And in that, saying sometimes we're looking at people and we're seeing them paralyzed in areas. And all we're doing is talking. All we're doing is saying much and not praying at all. But God wants us to pray this morning. This morning, as a, as a church of God, we're going to take this last 15 minutes. And as I come, what I wanted to do, but I don't, um, will you put it out, Brother Obi? Do you think it's strong enough? Okay. All right. I'm going to tell everyone so your heart, <laughs> your heart is ready. Okay. God has laid some of you in my heart and there's paralyzing situations in your life that you keep on. People. And today we as the body cover it. Now am I going to say what the paralyzing situation is? No. But you'll know already that in God's name. And we covered it this morning. You guys, as you see that, we covered it with them. Not to just pray this morning like this is a, a cute little play, wonderful little thing that happened. But we covered it to go in. Take me to the king. I'll take you to the king and, and I'm not going to stop until I see that bad thing that, you know, God wants to do in your life is done in your life. Okay, come on. You guys, we sometimes, we, I, do you want somebody to, I know if I'm dying, I want somebody to pray for me. Come on. I, I want somebody to pray for me. If I'm dying, those little things that we, see, if I was dying of AIDS or cancer, I'd run in here and I'd be like, please help me, you guys, help me. It's those little things that we're dying of lying. We're dying of bitterness. Like, you know, it really doesn't show up until your mad day, then what's in you really comes out. Those kind of things. That you can kind of walk around and go, Praise the Lord, hi, how are you doing? How are you doing? But when it's touched the wrong way, I'm telling you, Jesus. I'm taking you to the king. Because you know what? There's nothing you that can do. There's no wise words that I have. There's no great opinion about your situation, realize the Lord will work. You know, there's why, but there's one thing that I know. You're not here because of something that I so wisely did or pastor. We just continue to take it to the king. Know that for a fact. There's nights God would wake us up, wake us up. He would say, pray for him. Pray for him right now. Send him this message. It was all directed by God. Pray for him. And I remember there was times when Juan would come in and I would pray and I would pray. And in the beginning, I'd get happy when I see him. And then there was times when I didn't see him. I didn't know where, where he was. And, and I, I would look up to God. God, you, you told me to pray. You told me to pray. You to, if I know one, that incident is, is Juan being in me and Pastor's life a constant prayer. There'd be times that he'd be, he'd be, uh, I'd be sleeping. I'd hear him stirring. He'd get up and he'd be praying for Juan and I'd start praying for Juan. Or God would say, but look, 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 look. It's, it's no matter what I'm talking about. None of that. Persistent prayer. Not just of me, but of a wife. Persistent prayer. Prayers of the righteous. Avail 
They can just lay there, okay? Oh, okay. That's all right.
Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Now, what I need is like, I need like six prayer warriors to stand up, please. Just stay right there until we finish getting into the altar. Come on. You said, I'm going to pray for you. Now, remember when you said, you said, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray that your blessing comes in your life. I'm not going to let go. I'm not going to let go till God blesses you. I'm going in for you. Come on. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows the struggle. Come on. So, as we stand, so the ones that are standing, can you go behind me? I'm going to start praying. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The ones that are on the altar, when you have been prayed for, can you just stand up so it'll allow room for the others that they're going to lay down? Amen? Thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, come on. You know, when you get on this mat, I want you to believe in the love of God. That God loves you so much that he knows where you are, but he doesn't want you to stay there. Come on. He knows where you are, but he wants to bring you to a whole other place in him, a whole other realm. And it is the enemy's desire to keep you paralyzed. God wants you to rise up and walk. He wants you to rise up and walk over all the things that have been trying to hold you or your family back. He says, rise up and walk. His first thing to the man was your sins are forgiving you. Amen. So we thank God right now that that is his heart of love toward us today. Amen? Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. He sees, he sees, he sees, he sees you. I said he sees you. He sees you and you're not by yourself. The body of Christ is rising up. It says that when something is hurt in our body, the cells run to that place. They infuse that place to bring healing to that place. And that's what we as the body of Christ are to rise up and run to that area in prayer. Oh, God, that you would bring healing, that you would bring deliverance. Oh, that you would bring victory, God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you right now. God of victory, God of victory, God of love. Oh, God, in every weak area today, in every weak area, God, bring strength, God. Bring strength to those legs. Bring strength to those legs. Bring strength to those legs that need to move out in you, oh, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we hear you so clearly, God. We will not let fear. We will not let doubt. We will not let anything hinder us from rising up, God. You told us to rise. You told us to get up and walk, God. Father, we are not going to let this paralyze us any longer, God. Oh, God, we have the help of our brothers. We have the help of our sisters, God. We have the help, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yes, thank you, God. 
You guys, I know this may be a little longer than what we think, but God is doing something great in this place. He's doing it. Come on, there's something he knows. See, I don't have to know. I don't have to know.
the enemy is telling them that they can't win, 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 they can't win. But I can't do all things through Christ. Let me just get me to Jesus. Get me to Jesus. Get me, come on. Speaking your prayer language, come on. Some of you are crying out right now. I feel you. I feel a pull in my spirit. You're wondering, God, do you see me? Do you see me? He sees you. He sees you. God has not forgotten you. Just hold on. He has not forgotten you. Come on. Jesus. But will you take time to pray for another as you are longing for God to bless you? Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. This is the day. This is the day. This is the day. Come on. This is the day. Oh, I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, God. Come on. Yes, he is. He is able, you guys, wherever we're at. Rise up and walk. 
Nobody knows what we're wrestling with, but you know what? God knows what we're wrestling with. Amen, 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 amen. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I'm sorry, sometimes it's 
the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, help me right now in the name of Jesus. Brother Giddens, thank you, God, thank you, God. And Brother Giddens, I just need Brother Giddens, and I need somebody, I want somebody, um, get some oil, and I, I need you to touch Brother Giddens on the side, amen. Amen. Right here on the side. Samira, come up here, Samira. God sees your heart, honey. You're not by yourself. You are not by yourself. You're not fighting a battle all by yourself. And first of all, God lets you know the battle is not yours. Rise up and walk. God wants to lift up your hung-down head, your feeble knees. You just stand up and strength, honey. God is for you. Absolutely for you. He has not had you in a position that you can't walk through. There's no position God has us in that he cannot strengthen us to walk through. Okay? So, Lord, as we are have these ones that are up here right now in the name of Jesus, can I have would you play it? Come on. Now, remember this. When you touch this, it means that you know we are coming into covenant. You know, sometimes we look at situations, and, 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 and I'm not trying to embarrass you because I just have to make it real, okay? So we look at situations sometimes, and we're, we're kind of like, you know, I told that girl to listen to me, and, and, and I don't know why she's pregnant, and I don't know why they, they're so young, and I know they don't, you know what we're going to start doing? We're bringing y'all to Jesus. We count on that. We're bringing y'all to Jesus. Because Jesus is the one that's going to help you. To play the things you don't understand, the things that you're scared of, the things that you're not sure of, the things you're like, I'm not ready for. All this we could all say, you're not ready for it, you did it, you should be. You know those things we do. But I'm taking you to Jesus. Jesus got a better answer. He's got a better strength for you than that. I'm telling you right now, nation, there's things that what, what am I doing? Should I do it? And some days look crazy, and some days I feel good about it, and some days I feel scared about it, and, and some days I, I wonder why did I do this? I'm taking you to Jesus, okay? There's nothing nobody else can give you any better. We're taking you to the King of Kings. We're taking you to the Lord of Lords. He has the answer. That's all right, son. You don't have to hold back because in front of the King of Kings, that's where we can be real. It's in front of people we try to put on that mask. But in front of the King of Kings, we can say, God, I can't do it. I, I can't even understand what I'm doing, God. In front of the King of Kings, he knows exactly what you're feeling. And as you touch that mat right now, in the name of Jesus, we are covenant in covenant with you that we're going to continue to take you both before the king. We're going to take you both till we see what God has, the finishing work of what God has for your life. Father, we thank you for those that have come, that I've called right now. And Father, in the name of Jesus, bless them, God. Keep them right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, let them feel the undergirding of our prayers. Oh, God, when the enemy is saying that nobody's with them, nobody's for them, nobody cares. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. They will know they have a friend that cares, a friend that will walk by them, a friend that will commit, commit their situation to prayer. Oh, God, we thank you right now. You're not alone, God says. You're not alone. You're not alone in your fears, in your concerns, in those things that are so scary in your life.
your life that you can't even talk about it. God said, you're not alone. We will lift you. We will covenant with you. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you right now. We thank you right now. So we thank you right now. Come on, that's okay. You can cry. You don't have to be so strong. You don't have to perpetrate nothing up here. In your weakness, he is so strong. In your weakness, he is so strong. So, Father, we have one last thing that you called me to do. And as those that move away, we're going to be, I'm going to be so really strong. And so, uh, I have one last. Elder Otis, God wants you to get on this mat. But I've cried and I've cried and I've prayed and I've prayed. And I've asked why and I've asked why and I've asked why. And I just want y'all to lift Elder Otis up right here. I want every every hand to go to Elder. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Father, in your name, God, you you put it in my heart that he would know. Maybe have questioned his loss. Many have questioned the circumstance that he's had. Father, I have questioned the circumstance that he's had. But today, God, we covenant. We, the body of believers, we covenant to bring him to you. At the very mention of his name, laying of him on our heart, the singing of his face to face, that you would cause us, that there would be a causing, a quickening in our spirit to bring him to you, to bring him to you, to bring him in the situation. And his heart to you, God. There's so many things we don't even have the answer for, God, that we don't know the correct answer, God. But, but God, we bring him to you, God. We bring him to you. We bring him to you. We bring him to the King of Kings. We bring him to you, oh God. God, we bring him to you with a knowing, God, that you are the answer. To every question. You are the solution to every problem. And God, so many times we're going to rush in and we want to do something, but we just step back and let God, let God, let God, let God, let God. We believe with faith, God. And if we get Him to you, God. In those despairing times and the wandering times and the questionable times, we just give them to you, oh God. Everything's going to be all right. 
We thank you for this man of God. We thank you for the stand that he's made. Even in the greatest of attacks and disappointments. He has still leaned on you, God. Oh, God, but now he has the body even more so undergirding him. We thank you, God. We thank you for what you've done to, the, to all of us this day by invoking in us God, the heart to pray. To pray. Persistently. With compassion. With a compassion for those that are lost and those that are hurt. Father, today, you said you would first begin in your house. But first judgment begins, but first begins in the house of the Lord. And we begin to look and see, are we lining up with what you've called us to do? Father, we look within ourselves today. Father, we say, help us, God. Help us to be overcomers. So that we can go out there and give you to a dying world. Help us to believe you. Help us to trust you. Help us to have undying faith in you, oh God. That no matter what comes, no matter how it looks, no matter how it feels, God's got me. Now I can go tell somebody else. God, I thank you. I thank you for this pull to a higher, higher, higher realm of prayer. Thank you, God. God, let us take it with this sincerity and seriousness that you are calling us to. Oh God, we want to be those that lay their hands on the sick and they recover. We want to be the ones that when we tell someone about Jesus, they see the Jesus so big on our life that they want you. Oh God, help us. Help us when we're on our knees, God, to just dig in a little harder. Dig in a little harder. Dig in a little harder, God. Help us not to give up and let go and get tired and get lazy. But help us to dig in a little harder. Give us the tenacity to pray. Not let go. Do you bless us? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, in Jesus' name. Come on. In Jesus' name. Everything you need right now is in Jesus' name. Everything you desire right now is in Jesus' name. Everything you want to happen this morning, you might not didn't happen. You might be, I didn't get on the mat. I didn't touch the mat. But this one I want you to know, you can touch Jesus in your prayer. In your prayer. Jesus, I touch you right now in my prayer, God. And I believe right now you have made me whole. And I believe right now that everything that I need right now, God, you have touched through my prayer. Through my prayer, I can say amen and hallelujah right now. I can say let it be done, let it be so right now. God, I don't have to touch that mat, oh God, because I know how to touch you. And I'm thankful right now in Jesus' name. I'm touching you. I'm believing in you. I'm stretching out. So I'm stretching out. I'm going further than I've ever gone before. I'm stretching out. I believe in you more than I've ever believed before. I'm stretching out, God. I'm stretching out, God. I'm stretching out. And I believe, God, that you are touching my stretch. You are reaching my stretch with your mercy, your grace, and your healing power. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Amen.
in no hurry. Let's be honest with you. Amen. I really in no hurry. God is having his way. Amen. I like to get out the way. Hallelujah. Because there's no rush. But we can always be in, in, in prayer with God. Like I said, amen. That's what I do. That's kind of like, you know, I, I walk around talking to them. I might be talking, I might be praying. Sometimes my wife will say, what you say? I say, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to him. I'm praying in tongues, dude. I'm alive and I'm thanking God. You see, that's, that's, that's communing with God. And I love how she says, not only going to God when you have a need, not only going to God for yourself, amen, but just going to him, amen, with things, you know, just at all times in every situation. And you'll find it easier, amen. And one thing I know, that God answers my needs, amen. You know, sometimes I'll look and say, you know what? And I'll just share, even with Pastor Fred, I'll say, you know what? I, I don't even pray for myself very right? much. Because God, God's got it. God's got it. Amen. I, I was sitting there thinking, what's the last time I know you had to pray for me? The other week when I had the head cold. And it's funny because I had the head cold for 48 hours. You know, it's that long. But in two days it was gone. And I walked in here and, and the, you know, the mailman, our postman came in. We was talking and I said, yeah, I just got a little head cold. I had to kick it off. He said, I had not had it for a whole week. I said, well, I, I, I put that with it. You gotta go. Get off of me. You know, but and see that's where we need to be, man. And say, you know, you see it coming, you see trouble coming, you see circumstances coming. Cast it to God and He will believe. Believe how many of us believe our prayer? So yeah, and I like you know that how the word say, you know, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. You know, my brother Kenshi talked about that passage. Help my unbelief. Amen. God know we got something. Help us in those areas of least hand. Help build my faith up, amen. He said, you know, if you lack faith, ask me. I have wisdom have. And we need to go there because we all have faith. We just got to exercise it and build it. Amen. So let's lift up our offering because I can, I can go on and on. I'm just so, so blessed. Amen. We just want to be a blessing to the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you right now that we have this opportunity, God, to sow, Lord, to give, to bring our tithes and our offerings to you, God. And I say each one of those because each one is different. Lord, but you know the heart and you know the desire. You know the need. And Father, we ask you to bless it according to your word, according to your will. Lord, as we sow, as we, we participate in what you're doing. Lord, that lives will be changed. Not just our own. But lives will be changed. The gospel will be preached, Lord. That we reach beyond these walls. We do the things that you're calling for for us to do. All for your glory. We thank you for being our source and our supply. And we're happy to be able to give back. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Pretty soon we're going to change the thing. We, we might have to start walking again. Amen. Just start walking again. We relax with our offering time.
board ready. We, we got some, some great, great elders, and you know, we, we working. No, I, I really appreciate the time that we had this morning. I mean, not this morning, but yesterday with our elders, our leaders. Amen. Digging into some things, digging into some areas, because we're about fortifying leaders. Amen. Strengthening our cords. Amen. Tighten up. Amen. Our ranks. Hallelujah. So we're, we're, we're marching in step. How many of y'all think we should be marching in step with one another? Amen. According to our cadence is the gospel. Amen. And, and, and we march in step with the word of God so that we can do everything. Because we are a mighty army in him. Amen. Can y'all look at this? Let's pray. Thank you for sitting here. Well, can I pray for y'all? I pray for you. I pray over it.
close us out in prayer. And we'll see the couples back this evening. Can we, uh, can we get another hand clap for the word? That was, uh, that was good. You know what that was? That was unconventional. Is what it was. You know, I think we get too used to the conventionality of church. You know, how many people would you know, lay a cot out and have people come on the cot you know, and, and get a visualization of their deliverance? Yes, yes. That don't always happen. So if, you, if you're used to conventional, disregard that, get rid of that mentality. Um, you're in an atmosphere where that does not apply. And, and what God will do, he'll do. Amen? 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 Um, prayer. I just want to say this because I was sitting back there taking notes. And, and we all have a license to drive, and you can't be on the road without a license. And you have to understand about prayer, it's an earthly license for heavenly interference, okay? Yeah, I'll say it again. It's an earthly license for heavenly interference. So now, look at it this way. If you're comfortable with just being saved, then you have the wrong mentality. Because signs follow believers. All right? Right? Whatsoever you believe when you pray. If you're comfortable being saved, you need to check your relationship with God. Amen? Because that's not where he wants you. He wants you to be a believer. And believers pray. Believers pray. Saved people don't pray. They just come to church. Amen? Understand that. Believers see the promise come to pass. Believers see the receipt of their blessing. You have a license. You have a license. So don't disregard it. Amen. Father, we thank you for everybody who heard this word today, God, because everybody needed to hear this word. You knew exactly who would be here and they need to apply it to their life. For change to happen the way you want it to happen, we must pray, God. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for choosing us to be the hearers of this word. But, God, giving us the empowerment to be the doers thereof. So we ask, God, as we move by each day in what you have given us, that you are pleased with what we take and apply to our lives. So that you, at the end of the day, get the glory and our testimony would be sure. We glorify you, we magnify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, hey, Jesus is real. Jesus is real. I know the Lord